Welcome to The Wellness Phenoms, a podcast about the joys and struggles of life. The show will hit on topics such as mental health, fitness, finances, and spirituality. We are your hosts, Logan and Josh, two friends sharing our experiences with the world in an effort to help others. We are by no means experts, just highly passionate about these topics and eager to challenge ourselves and those around us. Hey, Phenoms, welcome back. Today is episode 21, Managing Stress. To learn more about us in the show, check us out at www.wellnessphenoms.com. And while you're there, check out our Patreon program where you can make a pledge to support the show financially. You can also follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at Wellness Phenoms. So today we thought managing stress would be a great topic. Uh, you know, it's that time of year where we have holidays and traveling and all kinds of stuff coming up. And, and really, you know, life is inherently stressful Overall, um, so we felt like we'd just kind of discuss it and go over some precursors, some ways to deal with it, and uh, things to look out for. Yeah, and I think with, you know, everything else going on too, COVID and just everything, I feel like, you know, I've even had my own personal stressful battle, which I've talked about a couple times already, but just, you know, one of those things that everybody goes through stress at some point in time. And, and, uh, you know, it's, it's a topic that I think that we just needed to discuss and given kind of a couple of our last episodes, I think it plays big part into some of that stuff as well. So we felt that it kind of just carried out from that. So. Yep, definitely. Um, you know, there's, there's often times that we, we can become, uh, you know, more vulnerable to stress. Um, and it can affect us all in different ways, really. Uh, but, you know, there's different things that they kind of can enhance it or, or, you know, really, really leave us vulnerable or more vulnerable um, for stress to creep in and kind of take a hold on us. Um, you know, one of those things is uh, a big one that I think a lot of people struggle with is sleeping. Yeah. Um, I think that, you know, we get so busy and, and trying to cram as much as we can in a day or, you know, work takes hold, work goes home, um, and, and really can affect, uh, our ability to sleep and sleep well, um, which is essential to really managing stress and really keeping your body in a, in a top performing level. Yeah. And I've been personally experiencing that a lot lately as well as, um, been, having a lot of issues sleeping and you can, you can very clearly see the way that stress affected me. Um, during that time I could tell it was very apparent that, that my, my mental state, my body was just a lot more susceptible to the stress. Um, I think because just my mind and body are tired, you know, I don't know all the science behind it, but but I think there's a lot of stuff that goes into it, but it it was definitely noticeable for sure. Yeah, I think, you know, with sleeping is <clears throat> vital to keeping you and your body to where it is at a, at a level where, you know, you can reasonably deal with stuff, um, whether that's physical stress, mental stress. Uh, you know, if you're not sleeping and you're not getting the rest you need, uh, a lot of times I, I think, at least me personally, I lose lose the ability to really think through actions. And, and, uh, I think it's, um, 
easier for for stress to kind of compound and not be able to really work through it or deal with it. Yeah. Well, I think you're right though. Like, you know, our brains aren't operating as efficiently. And so I think that some of the stuff that, that we do on a normal day to day basis, simple things can become more stressful simply yeah. because we're not, you know, running at a hundred percent because we're so tired you know, if you're not getting good quality sleep, um, you know, it, I could easily see why, you know, because sometimes it's some of the most simple things that all of a sudden seem like a huge headache or, or a huge hurdle and they weren't once before maybe. Yeah, exactly. So, um, we can also, you know, there's other things here too, that, that really, I think play with sleeping or, uh, you know, if you aren't eating well, that's, uh, you know, a lot of times I think too, and it kind of like compounds on each other, right? Like you're not sleeping and then you don't have the energy to really make good food. Um, you might run out and grab something and, you know, really food is our fuel for our body, which helps give our brains and body energy. Um, and when you're not putting the right things in there, you know, that can just add and compound the issue of, of being tired and, and not ready to deal with stuff. Yeah. And there's, there's a lot of stuff too, that makes us more vulnerable to, to stress. Like a, a huge one is anytime we have like a major life change, you know, whether you're getting a new job or the loss of a loved one or somebody close to you, um, you know, moving, <laughs> buying a new house, things like that. I mean, all that stuff can, it, it kind of puts you in a different mental state and, you have a lot more things on your mind that you wouldn't normally have on, on typical day to day. And it just opens you up to be more vulnerable to stress in those moments. Yeah. And along with that, it also, you know, experiencing major changes really changes your routine, um, can drastically affect your sleep. Uh, and really just your, you know, the normal day to day stuff that just builds and builds on you. Yeah. And Another one is, and you know, that I, I've found too, um, that can be kind of impacting to me at least is when you're lacking certain support systems, you know, um, like for example, say, say in your line of work or something, if, if you don't have a boss that is receptive to what you're doing or, or you don't feel is supporting you in the best way possible, um, that can add a lot of added stress or, or, you know, if, um, say you've got like a, your life partners, maybe, maybe you're on different pages about something and, and you're not quite, uh, understanding one another, what have you, or, or your situation that you're dealing with right now. Um, you know, that type of support, if that's lacking, it can, it can add on a ton of extra stress, you know? Yeah. And also, you know, if you, if you use those supports to kind of manage your stress or, or work through stress, um, <clears throat> when they're lacking or, or not as strong, you know, you, you're kind of losing a little bit of your, your, uh, coping mechanism as well. So, uh, you know, those are things, some of the things that can really enhance your, your vulnerability to being able to either, either manage your stress well, or even, even handle it at all. Yeah. And, you know, when we, when we've got higher than normal stress going on, um, than we typically would. 
Um, cause I, I do look at stress too. Um, there's some that for me, I look at kind of positive stressors. It pushes me, it motivates me. Um, it makes me have to kind of game plan and, uh, work through stuff in, in a different manner. But then there are bad stressors where it starts to mentally and physically, um, become a detractor in our life. And, and I think that when we have those negative stressors and they are more profound than normal, um, they, they really do start to cause a lot of different side effects for us. And I know one right off the bat for me that, um, I, I went through one of my more stressed out periods that I've ever gone through in my life, um, recently and, um, just had a lot of, you know, bigger life decisions to try and make and come to peace with. And, um, it affected me in a way in which it's never done before and just gave me a lot of like stomach issues, which was really odd. And I didn't even personally know that stress could affect one in that way. Um, so that was kind of a eye opening experience because I'm like wondering <laughs> what's going on here yeah. and, and, you know, come to find out that the common denominator was stress. Yeah. I think that, you know, stomach issues are big and I think, you know, some of that comes from maybe loss of appetite or, um, you know, when I get stressed, I seem to not eat as healthy. Uh, and I think part of that comes from just even just the stress of taking the time to make dinner, right? You, you, if you're really kind of focused on what's, what's got you stressing out and, um, don't really, stick to your normal routines and uh, it's very easy to kind of desire to eat unhealthy just for the, I mean, I think a lot of it boils down to the convenience. Um, but, you know, that can lead to issues with stomach. And one, one area I kind of notice, um, it's kind of like a red flag for me is more mood swings. Um, I seem to become a little bit more irritable and kind of short tempered. Um, and I think that, you know, in my experience, I feel like my, my brain is so focused on whatever the stressor is in my life that anything else just kind of seems to be an irritant because um, it's taking away energy from, from I guess, focusing, maybe not even fixing, but focusing on what's stressing me. Um, but, you know, these are, these are great tools, too, to know, you know, when I, you know, my stomach's bothering me, I'm getting pretty irritable couple cues to know, Hey, I got to work on something here. Um, and kind of dive in and figure out what that is. Yeah. Well, it can also cause, you know, inability to focus, which you kind of mentioned too, that, you know, when you're irritable, those things kind of detract your focus from, you know, the stress and trying to manage it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, but that's, that's another part of it is it, it can overwhelm us, our mind, our body, and it can kind of detract from us being able to focus on all of our normal day-to-day -day stuff um, or the stress itself, which um, can cause even more irritability too. I know that's a huge one for me. I can um, <laughs> definitely tell when, when I've got a lot of stress on my plate, um, irritability is something I often have to try and keep in check um, because it... I notice my patience level is mm -hmm. is much lower on the threshold. So it's kind of crazy how you know as you get stress on you, it's not managed, 
um, it kind of compounds. Like you, you know, you could start with stomach ache or not sleeping well, and as it prolongs and it's not taken care of, you know, you can get these headaches and difficulty focusing, and it kind of just builds, builds and builds on each other until, you know, either a you break, and uh, which we really want to avoid, um, but really, you know. Seeing some of these side effects as side effects as the uh, the warning flags of hey you got you know something's not working in our plan yeah and I think something that should be noted too is that like a lot of a lot of times with more prolonged stress um, it can cause higher levels of uh, cortisol which kind of in turn um, start affecting our immune system and they can make us a lot more susceptible to illness. And, and like me, you know, like with the whole stomach issue thing, I think that, you know, it was a more prolonged ordeal. Mm -hmm. And um, I think that's why it, it affected me in, in that way. Whereas in the past, it's not because a lot of times I'm uh, a lot more quick to fix the stress that's going on or, or address it. Um, and so that's something to majorly look out for. Stress is a major deal. If you're, if you're having it and not managing it well, um, it, it can really start to impact you physically. And even, I mean, honestly, even as far as death, if you don't yeah. really, um, manage it, cause it is, it's so hard on your body when, you know, the, the different chemical reactions in your body dealing with stress and, and uh, making you more susceptible to all kinds of things, whether it be sickness, even long-term illnesses or diseases um, from not managing it. I think, you know, I look back at it when I probably wasn't as strong in my wellness path and, and uh, the why of my wellness. And I, I think I, I did, I get, I would get sick a lot more, um, more consistently and, and, you know, having a good balanced wellness plan really can help you manage these issues that come up, but also keep your body, you know, almost primed and ready to, to fight some of these uh, side effects when stress does happen. Yeah. And to do that, there's so many different ways. There's a ton of, a ton of different tools and, um, activities and, and whatever. And again, like everything, we always say this, but it can look different for everybody. Um, but I mean, my main go-to, and I know that this is probably the same for you, is fitness. Yep. <clears throat> it it helps literally regulate all the chemicals in our body and um, helps us not only physically but mentally to kind of stay in a good space and to burn off a lot of that stress. Yeah, I was talking to Logan here before the show, and I think, you know, for me, we were talking about fitness, and if I miss my fitness workout, for the day, it literally stresses me out all day till I get it done. <laughs> it's one of those things I try to do in the morning, um, but that's just a, that's a major part of my uh, my self care um, is is focusing on that physical piece. and And I think that in my fitness regimen for my body, it seems to almost like wipe the slate clean uh, in the morning and kind of gets me ready to deal with stuff as it comes comes to me. And I think that, you know, there's a big mental piece to the fitness of it or you're using fitness in your wellness plan is like for me, when I've completed a workout in the morning before the day starts, you know, before eight, nine o'clock, I've already got a victory in the box. 
Um, and I think that that like on one point or one side, it really sets my mind up for kind of championing challenges and, and pushing through. Um, but then there's also the, the release of endorphins in your body. I think it wakes up your muscles and, you know, really just primes the body to be successful at something. Yeah. And that's why I, for me, I, I personally like morning workouts. You know, I've noticed there's, I, I have differences between my workout modes. Like if I work out in the morning, in the afternoon, evening, what have you. Um, and a, a lot of times I feel like my body's just not fully awake yet in the morning. Yeah. But for me, it's that workout that does kind of wake it up. Um, you know, sometimes I feel like if I do, a, say, an evening workout, I'll get a lot better or more accomplished workout in, I feel like sometimes, but, but it is my morning workout that kind of just sets my day off to such a great start that that's why I choose to do it then. Mm-hmm. Um, cause it, it really does help get me off to a good start and it, any stressors I do have, it, it really minimizes a lot of that. And I, I don't even know why that is, you know, but it just, it makes a huge difference and maybe it is part of that, you know, like having such a huge accomplishment in the morning, um, right off the bat, you know, Mm -hmm. it sets you more, more into a positive mindset. You're checking off a huge thing on your list, um, and staying consistent. That's one thing too. I notice is if I stay consistent with my workouts, um, through my routine, it makes me feel better. Whereas like if I miss one, like you were saying, it does kind of, have the reverse effect and it'll kind of add stress on because then I'm, I'm kind of kicking myself sometimes, um, for missing it. Yeah. It's like, I still got to get this done, but I have all these other things I was supposed to do after my workout that now I have to do before. Um, another great man, uh, stress management tool is you know, focusing on self-care. And I think this is an area that we all struggle in. Um, but there's, I mean, there's a million ways you can focus on your self-care depending on how, how that looks for you. Um, a lot of times, you know, me, I like naps. Um, and if I really feel like my body needs a nap, I'll take a nap. Uh, it could be reading. It could be even, you know, a simple walk around the neighborhood, something to just get you away and take you out of the space that's, that's negative for you. Yeah. Taking a walk is a big one. And I, there's actually a lot of studies out there that show even, um, something as small as like a 10, 15 minute little walk, um, has a lot of benefits, um, both mentally and physically. And, um, it, it's something so simple, but so powerful at the same time. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I, I always think about like my, uh, grandpa and grandma, they would go for a walk every single evening. Um, a lot of times in the morning as well, but it, uh, you know, it's just a huge, stress reliever. You yeah, get out, is. you see some different sights, sounds, whatever it is, and you just kind of get to go out and be in peace in the environment and clear your head. Um, and it's just, it's nice. And getting that fresh air not being cooped up inside. Um, there's, there's so many different angles you can look at it from that, that it, it can be beneficial. Yeah. I mean, my, you know, speaking of COVID and when everything shut down, um, that was a big part of what me and my wife implemented was every evening, you know, we do our normal workouts in the morning, but every night we would take the kids out and go on a walk just to get out and, you know, move around, especially with when everything was shut down where you could literally go almost nowhere to actually get out and get some space. Um, 
it was great. And I, I will say I noticed in my neighborhood there was a ton of people um, that looked like they added that to their regimen of getting out and walking and, and just kind of having a little bit of outside time, at, which, you know, we were a little bit more forced at that point um, to kind of add those things in just to get out of the house. Um, but I think that's that's something we're trying to bring back and do more regularly now is is uh, those evening walks. Yeah. Well, and I think another piece of it too is it kind of gets us away from our screens, which is another uh, very helpful thing to kind of help reduce stress is reducing our screen time. Um, not that I can say that I've never seen somebody walking <laughs> completely down the sidewalk without even paying attention to where they're going. They're stuck on their phone. But I think for most of us, we get out, we go for a walk and we are more apt to put our phone in our pocket and not reach out for it. Um, and, and so that can be a huge benefit, but, but along that note, I mean, minimizing our TV time, if you play video games, things like that, or, um, if you spend a lot of time on a phone or tablet, you know, trying to reduce that screen time can be a huge, huge de-stressor. Um, yeah. yeah. and you know, cause a lot of the, and I mean, there's, I, I'm not too up to speed on it, but with all this new blue light stuff and whatnot, the, the simple part of it is, is that it does cause strain on our eyes too, which can cause a different type of stress. It can affect our sleeping habits, things like that, make it more difficult to fall asleep at night. And that's another one too. And a, a lot of this stuff kind of comes full circle because stress is kind of an odd thing because when we are stressed, sometimes it can make it very difficult for us to get appropriate amounts of sleep. And one of the things that, that helps reduce our stress is getting more sleep. Yeah. So, you know, that's kind of a tough one. I, I know personally I've, I've tried various different remedies from, you know, uh, essential oils, white sound type stuff. Um, you know, we have like a little sound machine, um, built into one of our smart devices at home that will, you know, I tell it to play thunderstorm sounds every night. And that, that actually helps me quite a bit personally to fall asleep. Um, and I've even jumped to trying like magnesium, um, which is, I think helped quite a bit as far as, um, me being able to, fall asleep and then get a little bit more quality sound sleep throughout the night. And as we go through these lists of like managing stress, remember stress is not just, I think, you know, the big things we go to when you think about stress, like work and, and, you know, family or like those, those things we can see. It's also the internal stress that, um, without taking these times to kind of decompress or, or separate yourself from, um, affect you internally. You know, it's, it's not always that the big thing that you see or have to take care of. It can be, you can be stressed without even knowing you're stressed. Yeah. And a lot of times people don't even realize just how stressed they are. Like in my situation, I didn't, I knew I was under stress, but I didn't realize just how stressed out that I was until it really started to crumble a lot of stuff. My routine, um, my sleep, like everything almost just started to fall apart and, and Thankfully, I started to catch it, mm -hmm. you know, before I had some major mental breakdown, but I kind of almost was there too at the same time because, um, you know, I couldn't even like fully function normally because I, my sleep was so out of whack. I was eating awful. I was drinking a lot of soda pop, which I try not to do, but, um, it, you know, it just, 
it can affect us in so many ways. And then a lot of those effects that come on start to, you know, affect us even more. Yeah. So it, it's kind of like the snowball or domino effect and it mm-hmm. just makes it worse and worse and worse. And, you know, um, that brings us to another piece, which is eating healthier and staying hydrated and stuff. You know, I was, you know, I, I don't know what it is, but when I start to experience high amounts of stress, I want to, you know, have soda pop. I, I crave unhealthy foods, um, just things that are not good for me. And like I was saying, that snowball effect, you know, the stress is already affecting me in numerous ways, but then now I'm not eating the way that I normally would. I'm, you know, drinking pop, like it was going out of style and it was cause apparently we had a soda shortage here in the U S that was kind of odd. So <laughs> that was adding another stress. Cause I'm like, I got kind of re addicted to soda again and then it's out mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd go to the gas station and you're looking at literally staring at empty coolers. And so that was kind of a, uh, eye opener there where I was like, okay, this is a problem. And, yeah. Um, but soda actually, uh, dehydrates me. And so not only am I drinking less water, but just all that sugar and sodium and everything in there, it just, um, it's not good news really. And I think, you know, along those lines of eating and and staying hydrated, um, which I think is, is a lot, there's a lot more awareness and, and, um, in, in, society about those important things. Um, but you know, a lot of times if we're really stressed and and going through stuff, that's hard to deal with. I think that we, you know, a lot of times turn to chemicals also to, to kind of relax like alcohol, uh, tobacco, whatever, um, vice you might have. And I think that, uh, it's an important thing that we manage our stress without allowing those, those things to kind of take over and, and be our management choice. Um, it's very easy. Like Logan said, I think when we are in those stressful moments to want those things that are comforting, like unhealthy food and, you know, alcohol to help or whatever it might be to kind of relieve those stressors. And really what it is, is a momentary release, right? When you, whenever you're done using, you're still have the stress. So I think, uh, you know, just making sure that those are kept in check and not, don't let those run away and kind of be your, your stress crutch. Yeah. Well, and a lot of people too, they don't realize, you know, that like with alcohol, for example, it is a depressant. So, you know, it may kind of, you know, numb that, that stress at the time, Mm -hmm. but after the fact it, it's a depressant and then that makes it even harder to manage your stress. Um, and, and takes you, you know, into a different mindset where you're less motivated really. Yeah. Um, and then it also, you know, affects your sleep, affects your ability to focus and just kind of, you know, it just adds to the, to the stress in the long run. Yeah. Um, I think also, you know, working on creating a solid support system up front. So when you do reach these stressful points and, and uh, hard times, you have somebody to lean on or a group of people to lean on. Um, you know, we've talked about it before, but this whole podcast was started by, you know, Logan becoming one of my support systems and, um, you know, how we grew and, and built a relationship and, uh, you know, actually, you know, someone that I can honestly come to and be like, Hey, this is what's going on. What do you think? Um, but just having that for yourself to, to kind of help you bounce stuff off. Cause I think that's another issue with, with managing stress is that we, 
we live in a society where, you know, it's kind of taboo at times to really voice your, your opinions and, and things that are going on that are really kind of deep in, in this wellness realm. Um, so having that, that branch you can reach out to and really, um, you know, it's almost, it's almost an opportunity where you can voice it, get it out in the open and kind of release it from your body and, and kind of start fresh. Yeah. Well, getting stuff off your chest in that mode helps immensely. And the, the other part to that though is too, is that, you know, a lot of times when we start to talk about stress, a lot of times it's, it's not even the situation itself. It's, it's how we're perceiving that situation or how we're handling it, dealing with it. And when you have good support systems in place, sometimes they can bring maybe a different lens to look through um, and, and help maybe guide you, you know, maybe they've been through this already or something similar um, and they can help just give some sort of constructive feedback as to how to approach the situation and, and reduce the stress while doing it. You know, yeah, I think it's it's huge in the communicating aspect of it, and um, I think a lot of times you're right. They do they do prevent present a different uh, perspective, or uh, you know, the biggest thing is like something that that I noticed when I was sitting with you is just things that you don't even think about yourself, right? It's better to have two heads are better than one, mm-hmm. um, just to kind of work through those because that's the biggest thing is not you don't want to be alone and champion it alone. You really want support and. Uh, and to find, you know, find those things that are going to help you make good decisions. Yeah. And another thing too is, is tracking those stressors. I mean, when we, when we start to find all these stressors in our life, um, one of the best ways to manage it is to track them and know what they are and then what triggers those things. And, and by tracking all this stuff, we can help reduce our triggers for, each of these individual stressors that we might have. And, and that can help immensely in managing our stress because a lot of times too, you'll, you'll be able to start to see it creeping up on you and be able to kind of nip it in the bud and not, you know, have to go down that road fully. Yeah. It goes back to, you know, knowledge is power. So if we don't know what, what our stressors really are, I think we all like have an idea, but um, actually being able to define them and, and really, pull into what, what is it that's stressing me about this? Is it something? And then you can even find things, you know, I've found things in my life that, you know, I figured out what the stressor was and realized, well, it's not really that important to be worrying about. Right. So there, there's one gone. Um, just for building that reminder that I don't need to deal with that. It's not something I can change. Um, but going through and really, you know, through this process, we kind of organize our life and find out, um, what's good in our life? What's bad in our life? What, what's, what am I focusing on that's causing me this frustration and, and how do I really manage it and, uh, and kind of, you know, structure it so it's not as detrimental to me. Yeah. Well, and with all of that, I mean, you know, tracking it, trying to reduce our stressors and keep our life organized, right. Is one thing I come back to all the time, which is journaling and, physically writing those things down, putting them on paper and, um, you know, making it a more tangible piece in our life that we can not only see, but go back to and look at. And, um, you know, journaling doesn't work well for everyone, but I think the mere fact in, in journaling might be perceived in different ways by different people. But, um, 
the reality is that uh, a lot of this stuff we can, you know, get it on paper and go back and look and see maybe what it was and how we fixed it. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, along those lines too, is, is just ensuring you're setting healthy limits. Um, and once you do gain that information of what's stressing you and organizing your life and really diving deep into what you need to manage your stress, um, you have to set limits. There's only so much we can do and there's only so much we can take on, um, in day to day and, and week to week. And, um, really being able to just set limits that ensure that you're protecting your stress and, and, uh, or protecting yourself against too much stress. Um, and then making sure that you manage that as you go, which can ultimately lead into, you know, the ultimate goal, which is, I think, work-life balance, right? We want to be able to, to work and, and attain the goals we set out to attain and, and live the life we want to live. But there has to be balance between that. We can't work all the time and we can't relax all the time. That's just the fact of life. Um, so, Really setting limits and, and, and you know, building those boundaries can help you just kind of set yourself up for success. Yeah. And work-life balance is a huge one. Um, and, you know, one one thing for me, and I, I know this might be silly, but I've found to be hugely helpful in my life is, is movies. Like actually going to the theater, though, mm-hmm. not just sitting at home and watching a movie, but going and having that fully immersive experience and you know, getting out of the house, getting into a different environment. Um, and then just kind of like literally withdrawing from the world for a minute and, and literally be fully immersed into that environment and whatever the movie is. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a great way to, you know, I was listening to a podcast recently and, and I don't remember who it was, but the speaker was saying, you know, she finishes her day every day with just mindless TV. That's her release. So she finds something that, and it, the point of it is not the TV, but the point of it is to find something that's going to totally re- remove you from the day-to-day stuff in life that you have to stress or work or think about and find something to clear your mind, even if it's 15 minutes, 20 minutes, um, just to kind of reset before you go to bed. Yeah, fully disengage from whatever your thought process is and, and sidetrack your mind onto something else, mm-hmm. you know, to kind of just shut it down and, and engage your mind in a different way, you know? Um, and the same can be said for like reading and stuff as well, you know, mm-hmm. taking, you know, 10, 15, 20, 30 minutes or more um, to just sit down and, and read. Um, and, you know, in a, in a time like that, maybe, something that's more positive or something completely separate from, you know, you know, I don't know if you have to pick up a sci-fi book or, you (laughs) know, whatever, something that's completely irrelevant to what, what you're thinking about maybe. Yep. I think that's the biggest thing is just, you know, making sure that you, you know, we all know we're going to have stress in our life. We all know that um, things are going to come up, but just making sure you build the, the tools to manage it and, uh, you know, take advantage of those releases where you can relax and and uh, recharge. 
Yeah, 100%. Well, I think it's time for the afterthought where we leave you with quotes, challenges, or other thoughtful moments. And today we're going to give you uh, several different quotes that we found on this subject that we really liked. And the first of those is, the greatest weapon against stress is our ability to choose one thought over another. And that's by William James. The next quote we have for you is, it's not the load that breaks you down. It's the way you carry it. That's by Lou Holtz. And then... The next one is, these mountains that you are carrying, you were only supposed to climb. And that's from Nadra Zabin. Don't forget to check out our website at www.wellnessphenoms.com and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at Wellness Phenoms. Go uh, subscribe to make sure you don't miss out on any new episodes. And you can also drop a review on the Apple Podcast app. Alrighty, Phenoms, until next time, enjoy the journey and stay well.